This is the Munate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. Welcome back to the Munate Fela breakfast. We're joined with Matt Nylander, one of the lead guitarists, or one of the lead, the lead guitarists of the band Threes and Sevens out of Joburg. Matt, how are things going? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Good, thanks. I mean, student, being in a band, uh, you must be getting all the tail. What's the ambition of starting a band in your student days? Well, I mean, I personally have really wanted to be in a band since I was a kid. And in fact, everyone in the band loves music pretty equally. So I'd say that is something that we've all dreamt about. So, yeah, it's just kind of a case of, you know, if you don't do it, you know, in your youth, you're never going to do it. Uh, when you start a band, I mean, obviously everyone needs to bring their own bits and you have different needs for different people. You need a guitar, you need a drum, you need a bass. How have you decided that these are the oaks I want to be in a band with? Well, it was sort of a case of, you know, just I was meeting new guys who were completely different musicians last year in 2018. And in fact, everyone in the band is someone new that I met within the previous year. So I was in a band beforehand with guys from high school. And then I quit that band sort of like April, 2018. And then, you know, I was at varsity, met a bunch of new guys and yeah, Murray and Adrian both sing. Uh, Murray Blamey and Adrian Schober are our dual lead vocalists, um, yeah. which makes our band quite interesting in that way. Um, then Mitchell Cuthbertson is our bassist and Lorenzo Germani is our drummer. And it was just sort of a case of, you know, all these guys were able to do, you know, play these different instruments. And it was kind of like, oh, cool. I know enough guys to make a band. <laughs> Let's do it. So you've now yeah. made the band and is surprisingly in, in a very short amount of time, maybe not to be condescending and say surprisingly, maybe just say like in a really cool way uh, that you've been able to climb the heights in such a quick, quick time. I mean, you've got a record uh, deal signed, well, not a deal rather, but like production deal with Pulse Music. You uh, were on the couch sessions. Have you managed to get so much exposure in such a good, short amount of time? Well, I'd say it's because I, I was the guy who approached everyone to start the band. And because I mentioned yeah, I was in a band. And taking all the credits. Taking no, all no, the credits no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I, I say I'm the band manager just because, you know, um, the reason we'll I say that. Well, the reason I say that is because I was in a band previously in high school, like I said. And I was in that band for close to four years. And in that time, you know, we did a lot of stuff as a band and we played like different venues. We were on TV at a stage and stuff. So I sort of knew kind of who you should talk to. So I just sort of in making the band, I just said to the guys, all right, guys, listen, I know what we can do. Just come with me. We'll do it. But also in the process of that, um, a whole lot of things that, you know, didn't get to happen with my previous band are finally happening. Like, you know, getting in the studio, winning a studio competition and being able to go record at Pulse Music, finally getting our stuff on Spotify, Apple Music, um, you know, all those major and streaming of course, services. Being allowed to drink a beer. 
<laughs> yeah, listen, you you got to talk to Lorenzo and my band about drinking beer. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, or if that's uh, that's his <laughs> Lorenzo's uh, fee maybe for for performing. But one day you're going to have to pay your medical aid, and you'll realize you can't just play for beer. Uh, <laughs> you, we. We've been speaking about your, your music and your start for a while. I'm really keen to give a, a song a spin. Uh, we're going to play Stars, which you recorded on the couch sessions. Uh, how about yeah. you introduce it for us? Well, uh, this song's called Stars. This is the second song we ever wrote as a band. And it started out, uh, Murray came to band practice with this chord progression. And he said to us, guys, I was on holiday. I was chilling in a hammock next to a lake. I wrote all these really profound lyrics, which we didn't change much in the final version of the song. So everything you hear there was Murray chilling in a hammock, living his best life and writing this amazing stuff. And he came with this chord progression as well and said, Matt, what can we do with this? And then that's pretty much how the song you know, came into existence. <laughs> Awesome. Well, like I say, introduce it to us. Well, guys, this is Stars by Threes and Sevens. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? There's a lot of people that struggle to put music out in this country, and I feel like there's too many structures that are blocking people from putting out the dopest music. They can't get their song played on radio. Want to know why I listen to that radio every night?
threes and sevens uh, with stars here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. Matt, the uh, lead guitarist, uh, joining us here on the line. How's it feel? I mean, is this the first song that you've had play on radio? No, actually, we had our radio debut happen last week, I guess. It was on a local online radio station called SME Fusion Radio. And over since Thursday... We've just had our stuff played on there for the past three days. And it was really awesome because it's sort of like you're not just listening to it on your phone anymore. You're actually hearing it <laughs> through speakers and knowing it's other people hearing it as well. But um, now it's being played right here. So I guess it's just kind of a case of, you know, lots of radio stuff happening in the past seven days for us. <laughs> That's uh, that's incredible. I mean, the skill is there. It's uh, great to hear that you're also going to go and do a full-on produced uh, production in the next couple of months. So tell us about the ambitions, not only for this song, but for the band in general. Where are you hoping 2019 leads you? Honestly, I think we're all really hoping to get as far as we can. Just at least for this year, start building a solid foundation, doing whatever we can to get further. And having been in a band before, like I know kind of what it takes. So I really want to push everyone in the band and myself to completely new heights. And, you know, by the start of next year, I want to start looking towards, you know, playing bigger festivals, you know, all those awesome awesome festivals that we have here in south africa we really want to start doing that start getting more music out recording more you know start getting a real proper fan base and you mentioned all of you guys are students so what's always interesting to me is like you know you pursuing a career in your studies have you had the conversation of if we actually make it as a band we're going to ditch whatever we're studying and focus on the music or is it just for now at least purely um purely student band well we do have this feeling like you know we're not doing it you know for completely a hobby we kind of want to you know get somewhere with this and if it does start picking up you know yeah, hopefully, then we definitely will want to take it further. But right now, you know, we are still studying and we're taking that pretty seriously. So at least we have, you know, quote unquote, something to fall back on. <laughs> yeah. Totally quote unquote, <laughs> that line way too many times. But it does uh, yeah. bring up an interesting issue for me because, you know, I feel that the university environment opens up a lot of avenues uh, for bands. So like, even if you're studying an absolute nothing, but you're just in that environment, like, have you felt that that's been conducive to your band performance? Um, I'd say being young and sort of having, you know, other people who are our age who also really like music and who are, you know, sometimes like to come to gigs and all that it is really nice to sort of feel that the student environment is sort of something that you can appeal to in that way because it's mm. there's also that feeling that you know young bands have to start you know picking up some of the slack that's been going on so bringing something new to the table so i'd say that you know being the age we are it it does sort of feel like, you know, there is something waiting to happen for us out there. 
And that's another interesting thing you draw to because there's many bands out there that struggle to make it in in like your generation, primarily because like they don't get the requisite exposure or stations and radios are just generally too conservative and don't want to play mm. people that don't have the exposure. So how do you navigate that in like this really modern time? How do you, how do you build your brand as a band as it were? Uh, when you know you've got so much to compete with i gotta say man it is it is a bit tough i mean especially with playing gigs and stuff as well i mean gig places aren't getting a lot of feet through the door these days it's sort of like you have to push really hard you have to just i suppose in our case um and i hear the bohemian closed down recently yeah yeah actually my previous band played like the the last gig there actually wow yeah it was just weird coincidence but yeah and that's just down the road from where we study so that was kind of like whoa man (laughs) yeah sad stuff but uh great to see that you guys have got uh good plans and things going forward in the future if we enjoyed the song let's say i enjoyed the song but if uh, friends here enjoy the song and they want to get in touch they want to follow you they want to hear more of your music where can they find it well, you guys can download it on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Deezer, uh, Google Play Music. It's all on there if you just search threes and sevens with the number three and the number seven. And yeah, we've released it on all the major streaming platforms and we are recording more music hopefully later this year. So we'll be releasing it on there as well. And if people want to know when the releases will happen, where do they follow you? Are you on the socials? Yeah, yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook and also Twitter, but we mostly use Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the handle is at threes and sevens band. So it's three small s a a n d number seven s b a n d. As, as a music journalist, like totally hate asking this question because it's just such an abused question. But I have to ask when it comes to a new band, uh, where does the name come from? Why Threes and Sevens? Well, Threes and Sevens is the name of a song by a band called Queens of the Stone Age. And we all really love that band. And when we first started the band, we were trying to think of a bunch of covers we could do just to get used to jamming with each other. One of the songs that we decided to do was threes and sevens and then when it came down to you know we're about to play our first gig which we got invited to do by another friend we were kind of like okay we'll do it but we don't have a name so then in the two weeks beforehand we just were trying to think of names and then i said hey guys like we play a song called threes and sevens there's no band called threes and sevens so (laughs) it just stuck i guess (laughs) Oh, fair enough. And I mean, you said you played for other bands before, so you're definitely channeling, channeling your inner David Grohl. Oh, man, I love Dave Grohl. Like, <laughs> believe me, like Murray, Adrian and I, we worship that man. <laughs> uh, I, I can think of a few better people to, to worship in this uh, music scene. But uh, Queens of the Stone Age haven't actually put out anything since, I think, 2014. Um, nothing new that I can think of. So you're showing your age, bud. <laughs> I know their their last album was Villains. I I don't yes. know exactly when that came up, but it was it was a fair while ago if we look back now. But 
yeah, brilliant album. But yeah, we love we love Queens of the Stone Age. We love Foo Fighters. We love Nirvana. It's like we love all those alternative guys, man. Um, and and I, I, I again, you you lead up to questions that I just have to ask. You know, you're in the very fortunate position where you're. I'm just assuming based on what you've told me, 18, 19, 20 years old. You twenty one. Um, no. Okay, 21. You know music that uh, is at least three generations behind you. So where did you get influenced to find this great music as opposed to, well, well Nicki Minaj? <laughs> Easy. You know, I just grew up with parents who have a really good music taste. <laughs> oh, oh. Still got that, they've still got that Offspring Smash album buried somewhere. No, 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 no. The the more older stuff, like sixties, bit of sixties, seventies, eighties. Oh wow! That was that was mom and dad. Nineties um, was all me. <laughs> uh, so you, you you were out there sing, you were out there singing "Fear of the Dark" with mommy and daddy. <laughs> no, when I hit thirteen, it was just like the alternative switch just flicked, and suddenly it all made sense, man. <laughs> Oh, very good. Well, kudos to mom and dad for, you know, the good influence. And thanks so much for hanging out with us here on the Manate Fela Breakfast. That's uh, Matt from Threes and Sevens, the guitarist speaking to us. Matt, have a, a lack of day. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks for having us. Thanks, man. Drop their new song, Stars, with us. Very awesome stuff. Looking forward to seeing what's coming out of Threes and Sevens. That was the, the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things <laughs> All girls say I'm pretty fly. Oh, white guy.